This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 198. Yes, only two left until 200. Crazy. Hey there, VegZeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of our podcast, we'll share some tips for organizing your pantry, fridge, and freezer to make it easier to prepare and store healthy meals and snacks. Now, you may have noticed a little bit of a trend. We're doing, we did spring cleaning, cleaning products. You know, it's the springtime. It's it's time to organize and uh, get mm-hmm. your your home in order. So we thought this one would fit nicely here. Right. And then, you know, but with this one, this is something that it's it's great. And we'll talk about this. It's great to get into the habit of doing this uh, kind of weekly, just a, like a cleanup, you know, weekly and, and a little, um, uh, what are you, tidying up yeah. uh, on a weekly basis. And that way it doesn't get to be like two months and then you can't find anything and it's or just a disaster or longer. Yeah. yeah. And you know why this is such a pain point, I think for us is we buy some good stuff and if your place is not organized, your pantry, your fridge, you forget about it yeah. and it's lost and yep. you're throwing money out the, down the drain. So yep. you, this is why this is so important. Yep. But before we get into it, a couple of things. First, I'd like to send out a special thank you to our Golden Apple Roundtable. This episode, you can say, is sponsored by them because they uh, donate to us uh, on a monthly basis to help keep the lights going here at Vegetarian Zen. Who are the Golden Apple Roundtable? They are folks who donate to us through our Patreon campaign. That's patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen you will see our page with a video telling you how you can help out you can help out for as little as a dollar a month and if you break that down we we crank out about four podcasts a month that's a quarter an episode so if you get any value out of it of this podcast we would greatly appreciate you uh, helping to keep the lights on yes thank you thank you thank you thank you that would be amazing and just another quick update kind of piggybacking on that is that uh, i we finally do have the donate button on our website um to for for those of you who may not want to become a patron and and contribute monthly, you can do just a one time donation. It's a PayPal donate button. uh, So it goes, you know, secure, it's uh, secure processing um, from your account to ours. We don't see any of your information. And again, going uh, just to add to that even further, it does cost us money to produce the podcast Mm -hmm. every month. So this anything you donate to us, whether it be through Patreon or the donate button goes to help keep the lights on here. Mm-hmm. And thank the you. The second thing is we have a new rating. Yay! Yay! Which is another way folks can support the show at no mm-hmm. cost because this helps us with our iTunes ratings. Right. Absolutely. And it motivates us too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this uh, week's rating is from New England Diver who says, great podcast about the veg lifestyle. I love this podcast and listen as I work out. It is a compelling listen, introduces us to good resources, and has encouraged me to continue on my veg journey. Well, thank you, Ms. or Mr. Diver. (laughs) Awesome. You know, we haven't been, we've only been up in that area one time together, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. It really was. We need to get back up there. Yeah, we went to Provincetown, so gorgeous. And being a diver out there, that must be interesting to see. 
cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my that first was thought. Yeah. That's Definitely cold. A wetsuit involved, I'm sure. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Are we ready to get into the main topic? Let's do it. Okay. So uh, as uh, Vicky mentioned, we are kind of continuing along our spring cleaning and organizing theme uh, this week. So... You know, and and you also kind of mentioned this. You you got right in there even before we got to the main topic. Uh, so you know, when your pantry, your fridge, and your freezer are in a state of chaos, uh, it's really hard to make healthy meals or any meals at all. You know, uh, on any kind of regular, consistent basis. And so, for for one, you can't see what ingredients you have on hand, and then the disorganization also can be just really uh demotivating very true how many Mm -hmm. times have we not known what we have and we just say let's get a pizza yeah or let's get takeout or something like that because we just you don't even know what you have you don't even want to go in there because it's such a mess right and again we don't buy a lot of junk Mm -hmm. on hand we don't have a lot of junk on hand we buy good stuff a lot of it is organic so it's a little Mm -hmm. bit more expensive and when i see when we are cleaning out and we have to throw that away it just really breaks my heart right and then again uh just to reiterate when you're not organized, that results in wasting food, uh, whether it, it expires in the pantry or spoils in your refrigerator or on your counter before you use it um, because you forgot it was there, right? Right. Or, you know, even if you knew it was there, you're just not motivated to plan stuff. And so then you have to throw out those cucumbers or throw out that, that zucchini or whatever, you know, you got to get rid of it. And it's really sad. So what are we to do? All right. Well, fortunately, there are a lot of good resources out there for kitchen organization. And uh, but even better than that, we have two personal connections to two really fantastic organizers, um, kitchen and just in general. The first one is now you've heard us talk about her before. She is a member of the Peas and Carrots group and her name is Tracy Antonovich. What up, T? Tracy. Um, she is That's the first the... time I ever heard you do that. Really? Well, <laughs> I think. Hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast or was in that, general? Uh, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah I, I think say, I heard you've you heard do me that, do that, that before. Opera. That um, was your voice opera opera-ized. <laughs> I guess. Tracy. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so Tracy is the kitchen girl. And you can find her at thekitchengirl.com. And now she has created a healthy kitchen organizing checklist. And this thing is the bomb, let me tell you. So uh, you can get it on her website. And we will put the link to Tracy's checklist in the show notes. So it'll take you directly there. And then you can see all the awesome stuff that her checklist contains. Now, what she talks about are things that you should do on a regular basis. She said minimal, uh, minimally quarterly, but you know if you can get into the habit of doing this monthly or even weekly, uh, you pro- some of these you probably don't need to do weekly. Um, but she has tips for cleaning out and organizing your refrigerator, your freezer, your spice cabinet, your pantry. But then also she goes further um, to do your kitchen cabinets. So organizing your cookware, your bakeware, your storage containers. And then she's got just all kinds of tips, you know, sprinkled in there to help you out. You know, and I'm just going to throw in a productivity geek uh, tip as well. Start low, start your ambitions. If you say I'm going to do it weekly, and it's, that's pretty ambitious. Yeah. And if you... 
you don't stick with that at least the first couple of weeks. You're just liable to just give it all up. Exactly. So aim lower, <laughs> maybe say once a month. And then productivity tip number two, put it on your calendar. Put a Sunday and actually schedule it. Mm-hmm. I have been uh, my, personally putting more things on my calendar and miraculously they're getting done. Because <laughs> You're in a singing mood today. <laughs> I think it's because you had this cough and you haven't been able to sing because yeah, you yeah. do singing lessons and yeah. you haven't been able to sing. So now you're singing everything. Um, All right. I'm trying. I don't know how good it is, but I'm trying. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, so just put it on your calendars. My right. Exactly. Uh, so Tracy is also, uh, as I said, I'm a, a member of Peas and Carrots. So I'm sure if you had a question for her, you can just tag her in there and she would be happy to answer any organizing questions that you might have. So Tracy, I'm setting you up there. Uh, Make it fun for yourself too. Sorry, I'm just throwing yeah, my yeah. product to no. throw some, put some of your favorite music on in the background and jam around and, mm-hmm. you know, sing and whatever. Make it fun for yourself. Right, exactly. All right. So that's one. Our second awesome personal resource is uh, Vanessa Hayes. Now, she and her husband, Dan, are uh, fellow podcasters, and they're good friends of ours. And they've got two websites. Well, she has, I think uh, one of them is just hers, and one of them is both I don't of know if they're podcasting actively. Anymore. No, they're not. They, they just, well, and there's a reason for that. They moved uh, from here in San Antonio, and we missed them. Uh, they moved to New York State. And they built a house, and so they've been doing that for the past what? Yeah, they just had other things. To, and, yeah, yeah, they had other things on their mind to get settled. And they and might everything. get going again, but they still have, I think, quite an archive out there. So the, yes, the archives that, are mm-hmm. on both websites, and that's why I say check them out. Uh, the podcast archives and her article and video archives as well. Uh, the first website of theirs is called Get Simplified, and it's uh, uh, Get. Simplified, S-I-M-P-L-I-F-I-Z-E-D.com. And then the second one is called Simple Life Together. And that's the podcast that they had. And it's it's just simplelifetogether.com. We'll have all the uh, links in the show notes as well. So now Vanessa Bonus is also a certified professional organizer. So she goes to like the professional organizer conferences and she does uh, private coaching and all kinds of stuff. So so uh, she also does great videos about many of the topics that um, where that she talks about with organi- organizing and healthy eating. Awesome. So, right. And in particular, the, the one that I, I dug out of her, her awesome archives for this is she has a it's about a five minute video that she did about how to organize your pantry. And it's her in their amazing pantry, just going step by step through how she has it organized, the products that she used, um, you know, her her system for dividing everything up and, and keeping track of stuff. So I, I would definitely check that out, that video. It's only five minutes. It's very, very well done. So we'll put the link on the show notes. You know, I think I can get it organized to begin with, but the, it's the maintenance part that's always the hardest, right? Yeah, like and when you have things. a wife who's kind of messy, that's not, <laughs> it doesn't make it any easier. We are different. And it's so funny because I'm more of a minimalist, minimalist and Larissa is... Pack rat. A pack rat, yeah. So <laughs> we, but we get by. <laughs> uh, Let's say I'm a pack kitten. Yeah. Is that better? Okay, it sounds that's nicer. better. All right, so let's talk about the pantry a little bit. Um, I... Personally, when I clean anything, and you know this about me, I take 
everything mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Everything out. And I think you can try to arrange things there, but to me that makes it really difficult to you I I know when I've tried to just arrange things on the mm-hmm. shelves without just taking everything out, it it uh, I'm apt to leave more things there than mm-hmm. to throw things out because I think when you take everything out, you put them on a table or counters or whatever, you're thinking twice when you're putting it back. Right. right. Am I going to use this? Is it even still good? You're right. doing a little more due diligence. The other thing is when you take everything out, you can give the shelves a good cleaning. Yes. And they need to be cleaned. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. All right. Uh, so, yeah, once you take everything out, you do all that. When you go to put put things back in, there are certain things that you can do to kind of help keep things um Organize for longer, I guess. Uh, one one of the best things you can do is to, and I have I have it written here. Invest in clear containers and a labeler, but you don't even have to buy anything. Uh, what I have in our pantry for all of our dry, like our dried beans and uh, quinoa and, and things like that, I've used glass jars. Now, some of them I did buy once upon a time. They are the the larger mason jars, but most of them were like um, pasta sauce jars or, um, you know, the some of the smaller jars for, for things I don't have a lot of. And instead of using a labeler, a fancy schmancy labeler, because, you know, that's too much work, um, I just use a um, roll of masking tape and a Sharpie. Mm-hmm. And so, and that way it's easier too, if you, if you run out of something and you decide, oh, I'm not going to buy any more of that. We just didn't use it. And you want to use that container, that jar for something else. You just rip that, you know, masking tape off, stick another one on there real fast and write your, write your thing. Right. So, and what I use these for, again, I think I mentioned um, things like um, dry goods, like flour, sugar, rice, quinoa, beans, anything like that. And now it doesn't just have to be stuff that you buy in bulk, because you can even, you know, of course, when you think of when you buy things in bulk, you usually put them in bags, right? And you don't want to store them in those bags. So definitely bulk items. But I, I would also empty like if you buy things in um boxes and bags just directly off the shelf i would empty those into your 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 clear containers it gives you more room it Mm -hmm. does and if you're worried about the expiration date sometimes Mm -hmm. people keep it because the bag has the expiration just just write it on the uh, piece of tape like larissa said yeah exactly and and it gives you much more visibility gives you much more room when you start piling bags on top of bags on top Mm -hmm. of bags that's where you can lose things. Right. And then you end up with, you know, four half half used bags of quinoa. Right. Right. Whereas if you have a, a glass container that's clear, then you can see when it gets down to, oh, I need to buy some more quinoa. Uh, now, make sure you use containers with tight fitting lids to make sure that your your contents stay dry and protected from any creepy crawlies that might you know uh. try to get in there. Now, of course, if it's rice or, or other grains, then you may end up, or flour even, you may end up with creepy crawlies in there anyway if, if eggs hatch. But, ah. Yeah, I know, that grosses me out. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's a fact of life. So, uh, <laughs> But it's gross. <laughs> I know. There's nothing like opening the, the flour container and seeing little... Like weevils crawling around, uh, in just there. like potato eyes. They, they <laughs> potato eyes creep me out. Yeah, I don't but those know why. don't crawl around. I know, and I know it's just part of the potato, but it just creeps me out <laughs> for some reason. I can't help it. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's funny when they get really long. And uh, just, she knows. She, yeah, she. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
and you know, like I was saying a minute ago, you don't have to buy a lot of expensive stuff. There's tons of stuff out there. You know, you can go to Ikea or the container store and buy hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of stuff, right? To get organized. Or you can spend less money and go to Walmart or Target and do it, but you don't have to. There are plenty of things around your house, I guarantee you that you can use to um, store items in, in your pantry. So things like baskets, um, wire rack, racks, uh, plastic storage containers, like, you know, the Rubbermaid containers. Um, and with those, you can do it, you can get a twofer because, you know, you're not going to want to put the lids on them in on the shelves. You're going to want to use them to maybe like hold, you know, snacks or or packets of, of crackers or whatever it is you have in there. But so use use the containers for that, but then take the lids and put them upside down on a shelf. And you can also use that to group like items. Mm -hmm. So like if you want to put your pancake syrup and your your molasses and things like that together, put them on one of those. That way, if you have a leak or a spill or something, it's easier to clean up. Yeah. Another tip is to create a zone in your pantry. So think of your, think about like the top shelf, the middle shelf, the lower shelf as zones and try to keep things that are seldom used on uh, on the top zone, especially when you got a shorty in the house like me. (laughs) So I'm not jumping for stuff. bring down so the you <laughs> so you can do like um your decorative dishes or yeah. appliances that you don't use very often right. you know you can put those up there right we also keep the paper towels up there but i mm-hmm. i can reach those if i poke at the bottom of the <laughs> shelf and make it fall over <laughs> Uh, and then think of left center and right side as well. So I know, I mean, I'm thinking about our pantry. I know that on the right center, I'm going to find pasta and mm-hmm. rice. And on the uh, top left, I'm going to find cereal, you know, that right, kind of thing. Right. Again, which I have to poke too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have those, those Why did you wire... put my favorite cereal on the back of the We have those shelf. wire rack shelving that it's like, you know. Yeah. Um, the plastic coated wire, whatever it is, <laughs> and you can stick your finger in there and then just pop. pop I, have it to, I have to walk it down. <laughs> right. So, you know, I mean, if you have kids, um, this is especially a good way to do it because that way you can have all of the, the stuff that you is okay for your kids to have access to on that bottom shelf or shelves. Uh, and then for things like candy or things that you may have that are you treats that you don't want your kids to have put them in the back of the top shelf (laughs) or to overdose on (laughs) right exactly um and then you know group as we mentioned group like items together so all of your breakfast items together all of your snacks together baking goods um canned goods dry goods food storage items you know things like that and if you look at vanessa's um email if you look at vanessa's video she has some really really excellent tips for storing things like um you know food storage bags or or containers or things like that um now if you have a regular door on your pantry now not everybody does some people have like the the accordion doors when this wouldn't work with this but we have a regular door on our pantry um so you can utilize the back of that door you can get, and we have one of the, the over the back or, or over the top of the door. Um, uh, what do you it's call it? It's a rack. It's rack. a wire rack. Yeah. yeah. And it's just got the shelves on it. And we use that for most of our canned goods, um, jars of pasta sauce, uh, you know, jars of, of or 
bottles of vinegar, things like that. Mm -hmm. And all of that is on the back of the door. Okay, so let's get into the fridge and freezer. Mm -hmm. So many of the same principles that we used in the pantry organization are going to be definitely applicable here as well. In the fridge, you can use clear storage bins to help separate items like cheeses, tofu, tempeh, and faux meats, mm -hmm. or if you eat meat, you know, meat. Right. Uh, and we actually have two, right? We have mm -hmm. two Rubbermaid bins side by side. That's right. And uh, on the, like the center shelf, and that's what we use that and for. I typically know where to find things. <laughs> typically. <laughs> uh, place taller items in the back so the, they don't hide shorter ones, which we're not always good at doing it. No. The other thing you do, okay, guys, I, I know, just say, she pushes everything forward for some reason. And there's a, all this space in the back. Because so I'm afraid that it. if I put stuff in the back that I'll forget about it. But but everything's in the front, though. Yeah, and I know. It still gets hit. <laughs> and there's like a whole, I think, oh my gosh, our refrigerator is completely stuffed. But no, it's No, not. all the backs <laughs> of the shelves are empty. They're empty. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, so uh, so taller items in the back. Use glass uh, storage containers for leftovers or clear, or clear at least. I mean, I, we like yeah. the glass ones, but if you have clear plastic, that you know, that's fine. Uh, so clear storage containers for leftovers. If you prep your your veggies for the week or you know for cooking in bulk, um, it's easier if they're in clear containers so you can see what it is. And then also. Now, we recent, just recently started doing this consistently. We didn't always used to do it. Uh, and then it, you, it makes for some stinky. Okay. Refried beans or any kind of beans are the stinkiest, oh. stinkiest food if you leave them and forget about them. We could not figure out where this was oh coming gosh, from. It was awful. We thought it was the trash. So I, I took out the trash. It wasn't the I trash. I thought it was the garbage disposal. The whole, I cleaned that. Yeah. I, t I cleaned the entire inside of the dishwasher. I took the entire dishwasher <laughs> apart. And so that got clean. Um, I checked for rotten potatoes on the counter, rotten onions, nothing. It was a container of refried beans and in it the was back. sealed in yeah. a pyrex glass yeah. pyrex so that this is how mm. bad that gets it was awful yeah, we had so. to light candles and all this sort of stuff so, so my point it. was uh label mm -hmm. any open foods or leftovers that are in your fridge with the date they were opened or the date you made them um and again you know we just use masking tape and a sharpie and um then stick it in there because you don't want to let stuff you know, not not know how, how long it's been in there and then eat it and it makes you sick. Yeah, you can also think about maybe having a particular shelf just dedicated mm -hmm. to leftovers. Mm -hmm. That's also good because you can maybe you can see everything at one in one place so you know maybe what you, you can even eat. combine leftovers. I mean, maybe two things would go good together. And yeah, there you had them. You got a meal. You got, you got a stew on. Um, uh, obscure Arrested Development re uh, reference, if anybody watched. All right. So another thing, and we used to do this, and I'd, I'd like to get back to doing this again, is to keep a dry erase board. Uh, you can get them with magnets on the back and just stick one to your refrigerator. And that way you can keep track of the fresh fruits and vegetables that are in the fridge. This is a great idea because... I will forget mm -hmm. about some of the fruit and our avocados is another one. And you have such a short window of time yeah, with know, avocados right? before it's like, there's just a short period of time before when it's too hard to eat and yeah. then all of a sudden it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. So write down, uh, keep track on, on this dry erase board of 
what it is, how much is in there. So maybe like four zucchini or, you know, two ears of corn or, you know, a head of lettuce or whatever. And then when you purchased it, uh, that way you can see, um, okay, I purchased this zucchini on March 1st. It's now the sixth. I should probably eat that. Yep. You know, and we used to do it. The, the reason I, when I started doing it is when we were going to the farmer's market all the time. And we haven't been in a long time, uh, but uh, we need to start going again. Definitely. We haven't been since we've got... We got Cosmo. No, we and we we stopped going because Molly was so sick and we couldn't yeah. leave her for very long. Um, and then once she passed away, you know, we got the monster here, and, um, and then he was too and, small. Yeah, and then, then it, it was got too hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So in the freezer, you uh, you can group together on the different shelves, and it depends on what kind of freezer you have. Now, if you have like the the bottom drawer type freezer that has doesn't have shelves, but it has like the little bins, then do it with bins. But um, group together things like frozen vegetables and fruits, um, and then like your meat substitutes, or if you eat meat, your meat, uh, ice cream and other frozen treats, and then uh, store-bought, you know, boxed meals, and then um, homemade foods. And that way you can have, and if you have room, you know, you can have a sh- one shelf for each or kind of half and half on the shelves to kind of keep things in order. And again, label, label stuff, even if it's a bag of frozen peas that you open, you know, um, go ahead and label it. Okay. Opened on whatever date. And then uh, that way you'll know. Cause I mean, you know, that, that date, once you open it, that use by date changes. Right. Uh, okay, so one final tip here is to take a few minutes each day to tidy these areas. And maybe you can you can just tag it on to something you're doing anyway. So for example, get in the habit of if you set the coffee maker the night before, maybe that's also the time where you're just going, doing a straightening up, straightening up of maybe the pantry or looking mm-hmm. at the free, freezer or refrigerator to see if anything needs to be eaten pretty soon. Yeah. And that's a good point is to tag it onto something else. Our washer and dryer are in our pantry. So it would be very easy for me. And I, I say it would be because I don't do this. <laughs> um, uh, but it would be very easy for me when I start a load of laundry to just, as soon as I hit start, just flip myself around and, you know, take a, a tour around the, the pantry shelves and, you know, tidy up anything that needs to be. Okay, so just a couple of quick things I had posted out in the peas and carrots, if anybody had any tips for pantry organization, and we didn't really get a whole lot. Uh, we got a couple of questions. Um, but we did get two really good ideas. Um, Ron Hoggard said that his wife made and he posted pictures, and this is awesome. Uh, go out there and check it out. He, he, she made this rolling shelf unit that is because they don't have a lot of space in their kitchen. It's very narrow. And it fits in between the refrigerator and the cabinet. Oh my gosh! So we hardly have. I know <laughs> they have a little bit more space. Than I was going to say there's nothing yeah, that can no. fit in there. Um, no, ours is wedged in there yeah. pretty tight. But she made this thing, and it's amazing. And she, he said it cost her about twenty five bucks to make. Oh wow! Um, and it's just you know uh, boards and na- uh, you know it's very simple, uh-huh. but it's on wheels. Interesting. So, so, well, yeah, it'd have to be because she has to yeah. slide it out. And, yeah. So yeah. to a- get access to the bottom shelves, then you just slide it out, and she keeps yeah. all of her baking and cooking supplies and sh- and um, spices and things on there. Yeah, it's it's really cool. 
now, Trisha Contreras said that she keeps a legal pad and a pencil on the counter. So that way, you know, if she's running out of something and she needs to add it to her grocery list, she just jots it down on there first. Or if she has an idea for a recipe or a menu or something that she wants to put together, then she'll jot it down on there. And that's a really good idea. Now, Amy uh, Simpson said um, that she has a microscopic kitchen with no storage space and it's a rental so she can't do any like remodeling oh gotcha so you know in that case i i don't know i've i've had really small kitchens before but at that stage of my life i really didn't care about organization or or any of that um but i would say just to make sure that you use you know like the top of your refrigerator any existing space that you have if you can hang some shelves on the walls you know it would just be be uh nail holes that you could cover up when you move out i would say you could do that to kind of store some things on and then tracy i had mentioned that to tracy and her suggestion was as far as appliances and and cooking kind of gear uh, get rid of your single-use appliances. So find things oh, that you that's can a good idea. that do multiple so things. So instead of like a mixer, you have a you have a food processor. processor yeah, you know, that's a really good things idea. like that, so that that you huh. have less things to store. So yeah, I thought that was a good that tip. is a good tip. But thanks, guys. Thanks for your input and your question. Okay, are we ready to move into the recipe of the week? Let's do it. The recipe this week is. Brought to you by Crystal Aguilar. She is one of our peas and carrots. Peas what and up, carrots. guys? Peas and carrots. Hold now, on. Now, if you don't know... Peas and carrots. Da, 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 da. <laughs> if you don't know what the Peas and Carrots Society is, this is our closed Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. You will... Uh, get a request to join button and Larissa will check you out and make sure you're you're cool. Uh, when you join the group, you will be joined by over a thousand now folks in this mm-hmm. group of really chilled out, non-judgmental, no bully zone uh, folks that are more than happy to help you with any plant-based questions you have. Larissa and I <clears throat> have learned so much from them mm-hmm. and we get a lot of good ideas about yeah. what to bring forward into the podcast episode. So Come hang with us. All right. All okay. right. What does Crystal give? Uh, right. What's Crystal's recipe? So Crystal recommended a recipe from theglowingfridge.com. Now, I, I believe it was last week that we did the uh, the instant, uh, homemade instant uh, noodles, right? I think it was. was it last yeah. week? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to continue. talking about ramen noodles, right? Yeah. yeah. I'd like mm-hmm. to continue on the noodle theme uh, because I, I really like soba noodles and now when I made the stir fry last week if you remember those noodles that I used those were soba noodles and I just love the way their texture and the way they taste they're good Uh uh-huh and now so they are made from buckwheat which has nothing to do with wheat Uh, so if you are gluten you know if if you have a gluten intolerance or you don't eat it for other reasons um, buckwheat is actually a, a fruit seed that's related to rhubarb and sorrel so there's no connection to wheat it's a really good source of fiber and it's a complete protein. So it has all of the amino, the essential amino acids in it, just like quinoa does. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. So this recipe was um, one pot veggie and soba noodle soup. And it contained, besides the noodles, it contains uh, red onions, garlic, bok choy, celery, broccoli, fresh ginger, red cabbage, and then lots of yummy seasonings. And, 
you know, of course, you can adapt that to either what vegetables you have on hand or um, what you don't like, what you don't like. For example, I instead of the red onions, I would do leeks. Uh, because I don't like red onions and I like leeks. Um, <laughs> so, you know, things like that. It's it, it's adaptable. All right. Are we ready to move into the quote of the week? Yep. The quote this week comes from A.A. A. Milne, who is the uh, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. And he said, organizing is what you do before you do something so that when you do it, it's not all mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> I love That's that. very true. I think I used that quote actually on my productivity podcast i think i did yeah awesome good okay what product are we talking about today larissa well we have already talked about them today so we'll just uh remind folks about the glass storage containers that that we use and i've got gosh i've probably bought three sets of them plus odds and ends uh over the the last few years these are the pyrex glass storage dishes and they're the ones that have the it's got a uh it's not pl- is it plastic are those lids plastic or they're I kind would of say like they're sort like of the plastic, rubbermaid right. kind of plastic uh-huh. yeah uh but uh there's different they they come in you can buy them individually but it's best to buy them in the set of the different size um round containers and there are some sets that have like also a rectangular one um but they all have those lids different colors and they are so good for storing leftovers or you know prepped veggies or or whatever uh and what i like about them is that you can also put them in the oven because it's pyrex oh i didn't know that yeah and you know i mean they're they're um there, it's tempered glass, so technically you could put it from the refrigerator to the oven, but I still just don't like to do that. It makes me nervous. Uh, but you can also freeze them. You can microwave them. They're dishwasher safe. They're just awesome. Yeah, I was I was looking at their site here. It says no leaked lids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, they really are. You know, and the thing is, it's you. Yeah, sure, you can find some kind of cheaper ones at the mm-hmm. grocery store, probably. But it, again, it comes down to the quality the right quality, yeah. so just like we we did an episode on cookware in the past and uh what's the name of our i always forget the name of our pans the brand uh like say yeah like we say yeah, uh, the cast yeah iron. Th- those are a little pricier but you know what those are gonna last us a long time and they're much safer than that other stuff we were using that with that uh those that junk going into yeah, the food the, as you the, cook um, it and you heat it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, so. the nonstick stuff. Right. And plus, these things are heavy. If someone breaks into your house, grab your, <laughs> like you say, frying pan. <laughs> You're going to have better to than use, a baseball you'll, bat. You'll have to use two hands, though. To, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm telling you, those things are heavy. They yeah. really are. Not that we've ever done that, but, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's there. All right. So, question this week. So what are your best kitchen organization tips? Yes, please share. You can share on our website at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 198. Did we already do a call out for 200? I don't think we did. No. We wanted to, uh, well, let me finish that first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can leave it on the website. You can go out to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen. Or as I mentioned previously, you can join the Peas and Carrot Society and leave your comments, your tips there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we did want to have one last request for you, and that is episode 200 is coming up. That's a big deal. 
That's a big deal. Are we going to have to archive the next, the, the last yes, one? On I'm going to create another archive. Uh, we ran into problems after we hit 100 episodes uh, because our feed got too big, mm-hmm. our podcast feed, and we started having problems with iTunes. So I their their advice was to split it off and do an archive. And then, you know, so at 100, so one through 100 is the archive. 101 through 200 then is our current ones. So when we hit 201, I'm going to archive our current ones into a second archive show. Yeah. So we'll, there'll be two archive shows, uh, and then the current ones will start over again with 201. And it's kind of a pain, but that's the only way we can do it without our feed messing up because we are so awesome, and we have done 200 podcasts. <laughs> that I, I just it blows my mind when I think about it. I, I can still remember doing podcast one. Somebody was telling asking me the other day. He said, "How have you guys changed?" And I said, "Well, we're not <laughs> scripted word for word anymore. That's for sure." I did a, a, a speech at work about podcasting and. Uh, showed a, our first script and it was <laughs> Larissa says this, Vicky says this. <laughs> now we've got a few bullet points and things we want to make sure to go over with you guys, but uh, just pretty much how we talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so we, we do want to make 200 really special. So if you have any ideas, you can leave us, a you can reach us at uh, Vicky at VegetarianZen.com or Larissa at VegetarianZen.com. And to be honest with you, Larissa's is probably the best one to get to because she works from home and works... One R, two S's. L-A-R-I-S-S-A. What is it? Larissa at VegetarianZen.com. Right. Or, you know, give us a shout on Facebook, you know, tweet us, whatever. Oh, you can leave us a voicemail on our website, actually, as well. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.